Big Fluffy. Okay, Homer, pick out anyone you want. Are you sure you want to give me a car? Hey, you know what these things cost me? There's maybe 40 bucks worth of steel in them. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'd like a big one, then. We don't have a big one. Why not? Because Americans don't want big cars. Well, then give me one with lots of pep. Sorry, our cars don't have pep. Why not? Uh, because Americans want good mileage, not pep. Homer, <laughs> tell the nice man what country you come from. America. Do you hear that, you morons? This is why we're getting killed in the marketplace. Instead of listening to what people want, you're telling them what they want. Homer, I need your help. You do? Yeah. I want you to help me design a car. A car for all the Homer Simpsons out there. And I want to pay you $200,000 a year. And I want to let you. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. So stay tuned. Hello again, I'm Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and someone call Postmates, because we're all out of big vinegar. (laughs) Just because he's not here, I still feel the need to do a ridiculous intro, but we have the next best thing, for sure. Uh, I am very excited to be joined this week by Marty McGuire. How's it going? Hello. How's it going? Hello. You've reached Postmates. Thank (laughs) you for calling 1-800-POSTMATES. That would be a weird Postmates order if you just were like, I need vinegar. I I need vinegar, but like the big size? I need a large thing of vinegar. Oh, boy. I put the wrong cat in the other room. (laughs) Listen to that. Oh, man. Well, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be happening for a moment. We'll just talk around him. Okay. It's fine. All right. So let's well, as good. Although maybe maybe I've teed you up since the last time uh, I appeared on this show. I uh, have brought a new animal into my life, and uh, so let me just scoop you with that. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a good. That's a good place to start. Is we'll we'll cover in a second. It's it's a good s- subversion of expectations for how I thought this was gonna go. So excellent. Uh, but yeah. So. So talk to me, because uh, I guess spoilers. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a little tease for, for yeah. everybody. Uh, right. Since the last time I was on this show, so the last show, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's also a new uh, a new creature in my life. So we'll, we'll get there uh, in a minute. Animal friends. But we'll, so this could be the noisiest uh, background podcast yet. <laughs> uh, but let, let's That's start. That's right. 
for all of those hobo radio historians out there, get yeah. ready to edit the wiki. <laughs> yeah, I think the previous record was, uh, I, I couldn't tell you the date, but years ago, Lars spilling a beer like in, into microphones, you know, like into like right. around all the equipment. It's actually one of our uh, Apple podcast reviews mentions that like from years ago oh, of like incredible yeah because it was just like we left it in like Lars like knocking over a beer and all the sounds of us scrambling to save expensive equipment and so that was the moment that somebody chose to immortalize in their podcast review I mean it's I'll take it that's a pretty good that's fine yeah it's a good review yeah, I think uh Lars also used to call into the show right so occasionally oh. you would just have Lars on the phone with so, whatever is in the background when Lars yeah, yeah that's a good point when uh, this show began uh it was me speaking into recording equipment that was inferior like i didn't sound great because it was like we were figuring it out so it was like cheaper equipment so mm-hmm. uh but then lars on a cell phone walking around <laughs> baltimore like just yeah. talking into the phone like you'd hear him like going into <laughs> like a 7-eleven to buy cigarettes in the background like <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it was it was terrible. I don't know why we're not. You know, that's what's. Great. I think about that sometimes. Of like, we were pretty early in terms of podcasts. Like, we've been doing this right. a long time, but yep. we were so bad early <laughs> on. Those were the days. People were yeah. excited to have it. You know, like this is the mm. this is the audio content that we can get, and we will. Yeah, briefly, like we had a good following in Australia in those early days. Like when they were oh, just nice. hungry. I think just because we were American. They were very excited to just have an American podcast. I can't wait to meet, like, see that person who's interviewing. Maybe you'll even interview them. Uh, everyone loves the work you did in this movie. Was it hard doing an American accent? No. <laughs> I I learned a very specific Baltimore accent from these two podcasters. <laughs> oh, man. We probably do need to, like, import Australians to do Baltimore accents because that's one. <laughs> that's one. I don't know who can capture that. That's great. Yeah, that would be excellent. Uh, all right. Uh, well, okay. We got sidetracked from being sidetracked. So I have I have a new cat. His name is Lennon. <laughs> Lennon. Uh, yeah. Was that uh, that was the the name that the shelter gave him? Okay. Uh, he has he has a checkered past of some sort. Um, but the way he entered our lives was uh, we we had a, a cat pass last year last summer, and uh, it you know we also moved up into our lives and um, <clears throat> we had one cat named Maki, who is an old and cranky beast. She's delightful. Uh, but we figured she could use a buddy at home when we're not here. So we decided to go looking, and we walked into a shelter, and pretty much the first cat we saw, <laughs> we were like, oh, well, that one, we're going to get that one. And um, he actually looks nearly identical to Maki. If you're not paying attention, they they have a lot of the same, like, they kind of look like a smaller Maine Coon uh, look to them. And uh, so very fluffy. Uh, brown and black markings. I gotta be and, honest, uh, like, yeah. I'm garbage at cat breeds. Like, that's just... Oh, same. Yeah. You know, m- most cat breeds are just like, cat, yeah. or, or like, long, long hair or short hair. Yeah, like, maybe if it's like a Siamese, I can <laughs> recognize that. Or like, yeah. something very specific. But like, when people are like, oh, it's a tabby, I'm like, sure. If you, yeah, if right. you say so, okay. That's the, what is that? The stripy kind? Sure, <laughs> love it. Yeah, which one was Garfield? 
I just, <laughs> does it hate <laughs> Mondays? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I like the way it's kind of different. That was, that was well done. <laughs> oh man. Um, but that, that's great. Uh, and that was that the cat that we heard or was, the- yes, that was him singing. Um, he loves to play. Like one of the things that the, the shelters loved about him was like, he was super energetic, <laughs> wanted to play with other cats, but he was very, he's actually very respectful. So if a cat turns around and like screams in his face, like he's not going to jump on them and bite them. Oh, that's good. He really just wants to like swipe and, and then like roll around on his back and defend. And uh, that works out fairly well because Maki really just wants nothing to do with him. <laughs> so he will drive her absolutely bonkers. He jumps around like a rabbit, like leaping around following her, and, but will never do more than like swipe and touch her. And then she will turn around and lose her absolute <laughs> shit and scream at, scream at him, growl at him, hiss at him, uh, wild swipes at his face. And, uh, and he will just take them and then like back off a few steps and wait. And then when she moves away again, he will hop after. Her. <laughs> nice. So yeah, he's a uh, he's a chaos engine for sure. We had to get rid of all of our house plants because oh. he was eating them. Oh no! Uh, so it's it's just a process. You sure. Know? Like, yeah. We'll, he's he's recently stopped climbing on all the highest shelves, so we, we might bring one or two back someday soon. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, I so I went the opposite way in that. Well, first of all, it's a dog. <laughs> Uh, first off, first off, just to be clear, the opposite of a cat is a dog. Yeah, we all know that. Uh, but, uh, so, okay. So I'll break this down. Cause this cat, uh, this cat, I just said cat, Jesus. Oh, uh, oh no, Joel. Yeah. This is going to be okay. This dog has been, uh, in our lives for only hours at this point, uh, as of this wow. recording. So check this out. Yeah. So, um, I have wanted a pug for a long time. Like mm-hmm. for years and years and years, uh, it, it's it's sort of been my dream dog, I guess, because uh, <laughs> they're ridiculous, and I've yeah. always like wanted to. When other people were like vision boarding their yeah. futures, and they're like, "I want to be my own boss, CEO, house with a picket fence," mm-hmm. you were just like, "Pug." Pug, push up that, take a dog and push its nose up. That's mm-hmm. what I want. And that was, that's just funny too. Cause I've like, I've wanted a pug for a long time. And, and that was one of the things, like I would say that to people and they'd be like, you know, they have breathing problems. Right. And I'm like, yeah, adorable, oh, adorable breathing problems. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> they sound like little piggies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what's not to like about that? No, they're great. I, I love them. Uh, and I always wanted one. Uh, and th- it was just like a someday thing. And then Molly and I lately have just very much been like, oh, we should have a dog. Like we've just been having, nice. yeah. like we, we've been having those dog pangs. And so there's, there's a farmer's market that we go to on Sundays. Uh, yeah. And so we went there cause we're recording this on Sunday. So just so that's clear. But, uh, so we, we went there and we're walking around. And so normally this, I, I think maybe we've talked about this on the air before, but normally the, the spot, the, the cool thing to do is that there's a petting zoo, which is pretty great. Whoa, uh, no, I've, I have not been party to those discussions. Uh, there's a petting zoo at the farmer's market. Yeah. So they just set this up. This is in like, just, uh, you know, like a neighborhood, they shut down the street and they just like, they put wow. up a little pen and they throw some hay down and there's goats <laughs> and chickens. Uh, it's a, re- and it's really like, does it, does anyone control it? Or is it just like, yeah, bring your animals, throw them in. No, well, it's someone is doing it. Like, so it's like this little metal fenced in area and they have the goats, they got the pigs, they got chickens and then the chickens are in like a smaller fenced in area inside the fenced in area. And, uh, the last time we were there, it was great. Cause it's all these like toddlers that are sort of wobbly and very excited and they're petting this stuff. And 
one of them went like head first into the part like to like reached too far to like reach the chicken and yeah. then like lost its balance and so like the head was in the thing with the chicken and the chicken was very confused by this like so it's just right uh, to to your point with your cats it's just like perpetual like delightful chaos of uh, of a mix of like <laughs> children and animals in a parking lot essentially <laughs> like in right. the middle of a farmer's none market of, none of them were really sure that any of this is okay yeah so so that's usually the star of this <laughs> uh, right. farmer's market which we do go to like we get produce and stuff from there uh, and there's actually a really good bakery there so we'll get stuff from there sometimes but uh, you, don't, you don't have to defend your love of the petting zoo at the farmer's market I just I realized it made it sound like we literally just go not that I would put that past us but we, we do actually buy things but so we got there early today early enough that like they were still setting up they were setting up the petting mm. zoo it wasn't there yet but next to them was like the mobile animal rescue unit oh yeah that's how they get you and uh, so we walk us so of course we see that there's like they have these dogs but there's just so it's like a you know a camper or something that they've got like set up this mobile yep. unit and there's a woman and she's just sitting there in a folding chair with this pug on her lap and it's just sitting there calmly. And of course, so I see this pug and I, because also I, I don't know, I don't know how much people know about pugs. I probably know too much, but like the fact that a purebred pug is at a rescue center is insane in and of itself. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Because like, that's the whole thing. And that's why I, that's, I mean, there's a because lot. those dogs, those dogs don't self-replicate. Yeah, like, someone, someone had to make that dog. Right, which is always why I've been kind of weird. Like, I never wanted to go to a breeder and get a pug because that feels yeah. kind of icky. Uh, right, but I want one because it. Well, because it is icky. <laughs> yeah, but however, they are beautiful, wonderful little creatures, and like yeah. you can't hate them once they exist. Right, and so, so this is kind of the perfect storm of it. So yeah, we see the dog, and of course, like immediately, both of us gravitate towards this dog, and we start petting her. And uh, so we're, we're talking to the woman who is very sweet. And yeah, so she tells us, too, that like apparently the this pug is four years old and they just found her like they, I don't Whoa. know. Yeah, she was just like wandering around like no chip, oh. no collar just oh, like man. loose in the world and so somebody somebody missing a loose pug yeah so and apparently so they had her you know they they like brought her in and they they do their due diligence to like try to find the person but right. you know, no collar no chip like they i guess they've had this dog for a little while so they're uh they brought it to the mobile unit and so of course like we're petting the dog and we're immediately in love with this dog because it's right. amazing. And, and to the point, like she's was right now, like I'm looking over at her, she's asleep on the floor. <laughs> she's so <laughs> calm. Like she's one of the calmest dogs yeah. I've ever seen. There's all like, she, we've been walking around today. We had to go to like the pet store to get stuff. Cause this was an impulse thing. Uh, right. Uh, and she, other dogs, like she's very just chill, like around them. Like she just, is like you know she'll sniff them or whatever but like not really it's like okay hey yeah there's That's another dog huge. so that yeah that means she was been around dogs since she was young then and she i haven't heard most her, likely i haven't heard her bark once since we've gotten her i've heard but does she does she know how <laughs> yeah. she learned <laughs> uh but i've heard her breathe for sure <laughs> oh. uh but uh but yeah so we see the dog and uh we kind of have this like, okay, that's sweet. There's a dog. This is a pug. That's great. Okay. Right. Probably, this is a nice moment. We saw a surprise pug. We got to pet a pug. Yeah, what a good day. What a good day. Like, so now we're going to go about, and we kind of like step away from, and then we're like, 
Oh, but you know, that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's when the gears start yeah. to turn. Like, Because it was sort of like, well, okay, but yeah, we can't. We can't get this dog, you know? And then, But then it was like, well, okay, let's like... You know what we'll do? This is, again, this is the, the wheel turn. It's like, you know what we'll do? We'll like go... We'll just ask. Because, you know, it'll be like a learning experience. We'll get to pet the dog a little bit more. And like, we'll right. just... If we wanted to know what the process was, they'll, they'll yeah. like explain it to us. And then someday... That's not today. Right. Then we'll be informed. We'll be informed and, and we'll, we'll, we'll be quicker. And so, of course, then we start asking. And also because it's the mobile unit. Well, it's half price if you want to adopt a dog. Is that fucking true? This is 100% legit. <laughs> so it, because they did extra work to bring the dogs out to you. No you sense. pay less money. It, it's a terrible. <laughs> who knows? Also, they could be lying. What do you think? I know the fee God, normally. It, you, that could be like they're going out of business sale scam. Yeah. Like, oh, all these dogs must go. <laughs> let me let me call one eight hundred Postmates and get somebody to run down to the non mobile shelter. I need to price compare. Uh, so yeah, so they're half price. So you know, this is ideal. This dog's moving fast. You know. <laughs> yeah, we got a hot dog. It's gonna go. Uh, so so then of course, well that that's intriguing to us that, we, that this is a discount dog. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but we're like uh, so so Molly does this move which is great where she's like well can we have like ten minutes just to like we got to talk about that we can't make this decision right now on the spot so like you know can we just have like ten and the woman kind of did like a yeah it, it, she was like I, I okay but she was like really not longer than that you know I can't promise you that someone <laughs> else it. Yeah. won't come along but we can give you like ten minutes and so we take like four steps away from the mobile unit and it's just like immediately like i think i was even the first to just be like i just think we should do it like i'm like i'm gonna be honest yeah i just imagine (laughs) both of you coming together in a huddle yeah with like serious looks and it's like we're we're doing this right yeah (laughs) yeah that was kind of like my lead i was like look i'm just gonna be honest i'm leaning towards get the dog like right now like not (laughs) think through it like not (laughs) question this this dog was meant to be this this mobile unit yeah. appeared with a uh, like again to your point vision right. board this is my vision board happening yeah. i've put it into the world and it is here and it, I, I guarantee like you've now that you've got the dog you're gonna go back and that mobile unit will never be there again I, because it was magic i guarantee that that's one that's also because there is a part of me that's like you know i feel bad that i'm like they found this dog so i of course it like breaks my heart the idea that someone might have lost this dog but i'm deciding that that's not what happened that the universe <laughs> created a four-year-old pug yeah, it, it manifested for it manifested. sure. Manifested. Uh, she didn't exist <laughs> yesterday. Like, right. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So I'm like, we should do it. And then I think, like, you know, it's not like I talked Molly into it. I think we were both leaning towards it, and I was just the first to say it. And then it was like, okay, so we're doing this. And then so we went back, and so, uh, you know, filled out the paperwork, uh, paid that half price, sweet, sweet deal. Mm. Mm. Uh, Could have bought two. <laughs> oh, don't. <laughs> Uh, uh, but so then so yeah i fill out the paperwork and uh then so the only thing then they're like well so the only thing also by the way i haven't said the dog's name but just to we'll we'll clear the so someone finds the dog this dog does not know its name uh the person who found it thought it was uh, a boy dog and um (laughs) oh (laughs) named it carlin and then Mm. they when they realized that it was female uh went with carly uh, okay. But, All right. But uh, but also, when I was filling out the paperwork, the guy was like, "But I, look, the dog doesn't know its name." So, 
it's fine. If you guys want to change the name, it does not matter. Like this dog doesn't know that we've been calling it Carly. Like it's good. Right. Uh, so, uh, so of course, like we, we, we ended up settling on like in the car, we were like trying to figure out names and, uh, Molly kind of joked just cause again, this has been my thing. Like I was so happy to get this dog that, uh, she came up with the name Jolene because like the Dolly Parton song, this dog is going to steal her man. So, yeah. Uh, so once that was out there, it was great. Of course, the pug named Jolene is is where you go. Yeah, so it's too good. So yeah, so we brought her home. Uh, she's and she's been super chill. Like she's asleep. I can actually hear her snoring, like on the ground. Nice. Uh, but yeah, she and that that was the sound that was missing from your home. It was it has completed your soundscape for sure. And yeah, so like we like I said, we went to PetSmart. That actually broke my heart. By the way, this is oh my god, this whole show is just going to be me talking about how much I love having a this dog. Is the, welcome to the pet episode. Yeah, folks. sorry. Yeah. This is either people I feel like are going to be super into this or they've already turned this off. <laughs> but uh, good. But then we can really finally get into it. You know. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, no, what, like sincerely, like kind of broke my heart was that like this dog has just been with us like immediately just was like, OK, I'm down for this again. Like vision board. Yeah. Like like she's like, I, I like you guys. <laughs> like like I'm going to come up and pet me like we're cool. Like when we, you know, took her from the farmer's market to my car, like she jumped in the car, like she was down, like, okay, where are we ready to go? Yeah. Where are we going? She knows how this works. Yeah. And then we get to our place and, uh, we weren't sure about the steps cause we live on the second floor. So we weren't sure how that was going to be, but she bounded up those steps. Like, you know, Whoa. she gets in the apartment and she like settles in our apartment, like super happy. She loves laying on the floor. Uh, <laughs> and she's good. But then we're like, you know, again, this is a fucking impulse buy. We didn't think any of this through. So we have nothing like right. we have yeah. we have the what they gave us, which was like they, they were nice enough to throw in a harness because uh, she is, by the oh, way, that's good. Like all pugs, she's a bit overweight and uh, right. can't like she can't really do a, a regular collar anyway. And so they had a yeah. harness on her. So they were like, you can keep the harness. And they just like gave us a leash with it. They gave us some food, uh, which is cool. Um, but like we didn't have anything. So then we were like, we got to go to the pet store and like get some stuff. Uh, and so we brought her with us, but like when we took her to the car, then that was the only time that she hesitated and it like really broke my oh, heart. Oh, there's a, cause she's like, oh, is it over? Yeah. Like going back. Like, oh, this was a nice day, but this, you're going to take me back to dog prison, right? Like that's where. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, um, like that was that was very heartbreaking but we got her in the car and then when we were in the pet store she was good and then uh like we brought her back here and she was good also i i'm gotta be honest i i want to run this by you your opinion i'm a little sad they had a clearance two dollar hot dog costume that i was very (laughs) adamant that we needed but molly didn't think we needed and i think we made the wrong choice yeah you know what um I think it's early. You know, it's still it's still day zero for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was her thing of like oh, we need you know food and like a proper leash. We you know got one of the retractable yeah. ones and I and I'm not no I don't know that I'm in for like the it won't fit in the cart argument or the <laughs> we can't afford it because it's two dollars. <laughs> uh, it was but a bargain. The, uh, 
But I just think, I think it's early times, you know? Yeah, like, she's, she's put a lot of trust in you by <laughs> like letting, letting you take her from dog prison into, yeah. into your moving vehicle and then your home and then back yeah. out and then back into the home. Oh, so I also, Oh, I yeah. guess just because again, we're getting into all the details. I don't want to leave anything yes. out so that, uh, so the one other thing that happened was we got her and they were like, okay, so just so you know, uh, she doesn't have the chip yet. Like, uh, right. so there's two options uh either like you can fill out the paperwork you can give us the adoption fee and then like we'll take her back to like the actual dog prison oh yeah you'll go meet her and you can get her later or her you guys can take her there you know so you can right. keep her so I was like fuck of course like <laughs> well we're never separating yeah again, like, so. this is my new best friend she doesn't leave my side so right. uh so yeah so we but we had to take her there which uh she was very good about but yeah she she got injected with a, a microchip today too nice yeah yeah uh it's funny so um Lennon has a similar story about just kind of being found like uh, the, as near as we can tell, he was surrendered to a police station where somebody just found him wandering around. Oh, God. Which I, which I, I guess makes sense. <laughs> somebody was like, here's a random cat. I'll take it to the police. I guess and, I, I don't know that I would know what to do if I found a cat, like where to take it. I mean, I think what I would do is I would be like, you're, you're my cat now. <laughs> I, I take you home with me. You know, as you say that, I literally, like as a kid, uh, we got a cat that way. Where we just yeah. found it. My brother brought it home and it was like, well, this is our cat now. Like, obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. What a weird colonialist attitude we have about <laughs> <laughs> discovered pets. But uh, yeah, he was like surrendered to a police station. I'm not sure if they gave him the name uh, or the shelter that they gave him to. But he was at a shelter briefly, then actually got adopted out and was adopted out for like two weeks, and then was brought back. Uh, and the, the person who adopted him said it was like, it was, it was on them. It was like a life change. I think probably they had to move somewhere and they couldn't take a pet, but, uh, they, they gave him back oh. and then the shelter had processed him. It took like a day to like, you know, do all of his vitals and stuff again and get him, get him back ready to be adopted. And like, then he had been out an hour <laughs> before hmm. we walked in and we're like, we'll take that cat, please. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's so weird to think like. He was clearly somebody's cat. Like yeah. he's so people friendly and chill, and uh, plays in a way that like I don't know. I've had cats in my, in my life, or met other people's cats that are just like they're they're little aliens, you know? Like yeah. they they want to murder things. They can't. They don't want to deal with people. But he's like super socialized, and he's not like extra cuddly or anything. He he won't actually like climb up on your lap, uh, but he he will sit next to you if he if he if you try to fight him like he he pulls his claws back he doesn't oh. uh, you know try and try and tear you up and uh and yeah like i said with our other cat who she's just an old crank who doesn't want to have anything to do with with like fighting or curling up uh he will bound all around her but never touch her it's <laughs> <laughs> very sweet just actually to get her goat yeah <laughs> so it's weird pets are yeah strange things yeah, I it's funny. And you reminded me when I was in high school, uh, we had a dog, my family uh, that was uh, I believe it was an English pointer was the breed like she had a very oh, like nice. she was very athletic looking. And uh, 
<laughs> we ended up naming Speaking of breeds i'm actually i'm like i vaguely know what that dog looks like let uh, me just google it well, yep okay got it well they're also so they're like very kind of like similar to like a greyhound in terms of like the body like it's a very like athletic mm-hmm. dog body but then very boxy she was a very boxy dog and we uh yeah. we, we named her china uh, because at the time the um, the WWE wrestler China was very, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's great. And so she was named after her because she looked like her to us, you know, just of, mm-hmm. like very muscular. But the, that dog, so it, and true to her name, she lived up to her name. Uh, we got her from the Humane Society, and it she was a rescue dog that had been adopted out and brought back three times before oh, no. we got her. Yeah. And so. <laughs> And the really funny thing is, so we got her and um, brought her home and then, you know, had to try to like crate train her. But at first we got like a, it was like a metal crate for her because she had a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So when we first got her the first time, we put her in our bathroom, like when we left and she ate Mm. everything in the bathroom, like unwound all the toilet paper. Like there was like a wicker basket with like, you know, soaps or whatever that she ate, like just ripped apart, like just everything Mm. that could be torn apart in the bathroom. So it was like, okay, we got to get a crate for like when she's not here. And at first we got a metal one. And again, named after the wrestler, China, she bent the bars and escaped. (laughs) So like, so we came home and she's just at the front door like, hey, guys, like, what's up? You know, it's like, how are you here? And uh, and yeah, she had bent the bar. So then uh, my mom like went back to the Humane Society to talk to them and was like, I got to figure out something with this dog. And they were like, oh, God, you're not bringing her back, are you? And she was like, no, I, I just want to like know what to do because she can't like right. tear apart the house when we're not there so they actually ended up like giving us um i don't know some kind of crate that worked i don't it was mm. it was weird because it was plastic but i i don't know if it, it worked psychologically like the metal one she could see a way out but the other one maybe mm. felt more oh, secure yeah. right but she got that and then she was good <coughs> uh but yeah i just remember that she had been brought back three times and they were very afraid that we were gonna be the fourth <laughs> yeah yeah, you never like to see a repeat <laughs> somebody who just adopted out come back through your door if you're a shelter, I imagine. Uh, but yeah, so the dogs, they're great. Pets in general. I didn't want to. Uh, sorry, Pets. you have cats. I didn't mean that. To like... You know, dogs are great, too. It was funny. We were talking about this uh, earlier today with some friends. Uh, it was like, Marty, you, you guys have cats. I don't know why this hasn't come up. Are you are you like strongly cat people or what's up with with dogs i don't remember why the question came up and i was like oh yeah dogs are great um they're disgusting and i think they're stupid but (laughs) but they're cute and adorable as long as they don't touch me wow Uh, it's a very complex nuance with their slobbery disgusting mouths uh but i i would i love to curl up with a dog unless i'm allergic to it in which case then it's killing me just by being alive yeah let's get on it let's get into it this is i we have other stuff (laughs) to talk about we're leaving nothing out this episode but yeah since we're here let's get it because i'm gonna be real honest like i love dogs but you know what i don't like large dogs large dogs suck i'm here to say that they're like dogs that are like horse size First of all, get a horse. I don't know. You're weird. I don't know. Or like, you know what? It's fine. But like they horses need land. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't let people keep horses in the city unless they are for a very specific purpose. Right. Uh, So if you have a dog that big, like just live in the country. Yeah. No, for sure. I don't have to meet it. Yeah. And it also like you want me to meet it. And then, yeah, those dogs always have like the gross like slobber that just hangs out of their mouth. There's this thing. I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's certain dogs that have. 
the jowls in the side. Yeah. Where you just you just see like all of that flapping skin comes together, <laughs> lubricated uh. by slowly dripping globs of saliva, and that that's it. That does it for me. <laughs> Most dogs can go away. Yeah, <laughs> no, medium size or smaller. That's that's where I'm at. Also, like our apartment is so small. Literally, a pug is the only size dog yeah. that would fit in our apartment. I'm totally. I'm honestly like super down with pugs. I I don't personally want an animal that I need to like multiple times a day take it outside or it will pee or poop somewhere randomly in my home that's that's like literally the one thing that would keep me from wanting the right dog is like it's still just like look dog you gotta take care of your own bathroom business yeah deal you need Uh, to go to the bathroom in a box of sand then that's you know what (laughs) it's actually very convenient comparatively no No, i've had cats too Uh, like we had cats when i was growing up when i i see folks in moving to new york city in in the last year has like done nothing to help my dog attitude if anything it has it has locked it in permanently because i i just you walk out anytime a morning when people are going to work or getting ready for work you just see everybody letting their dog out to piss and shit everywhere or you see puddles and it's like oh i know what that is and there's literally nowhere on the sidewalk i can walk that is not somehow covered in dog mess if and, there uh, isn't the a, same same coming home. If there isn't a better metaphor for uh, New York than the fact that you can't walk anywhere, I think that's what the Joker movie was about. Is metaphorically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I that's just, what I forgot we had a rule that was I broke the uh, <clears throat> the moratorium on mentioning that movie. I appreciate it. You yeah. know, I listen. I listened to your episode. <laughs> I very much appreciated your commentary. I was. Um, I was worried, yeah. honestly, when I was like, oh, they're going to talk. They watched it. Huh? Hmm. They watched it. But then, um, well, you, yeah. but you're in New York. Hey. You, you've been to those steps. Yeah. You, you checked out. Oh, those you steps. know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your... Went out there for my, got my Halloween photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're full. You had the face paint and everything. So you, you danced down the steps. Like, oh, God. oh of course. Did, yeah. uh, did you no, see that? I think. Oh, I was just going to. I think I know what you're about to say. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that video that someone shot? That was just, where's the line of people? Oh, I thought, yeah, okay. I've I've been into the follow-up videos, which is when the Bronx decided that they had had enough. So there are a lot of like little short Twitter videos and TikToks of <laughs> dudes at the top of the steps unloading on people with eggs and things who are on the steps taking those stupid pictures. Oh no, you're gonna make them and- jokers. <laughs> right. That's how it happened. Uh, they did a crime to me on the steps, <laughs> and now I'm a super criminal. So you did see the movie. That was pretty much uh, it. Yuck. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> there was the, the you know, I, I obviously we talked about that movie a lot, but when he said the they did a crime to me on the steps line, that was, <laughs> that was really effective. That's how, that's when it was. Yeah. I think I remember uh, you said that was the first time he sounded like the joke. <laughs> it felt, I could see it. I could really understand. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the, the little jangling. I don't know if the mic is picking that up, but Molly came home. Oh, so. it, well, yeah, the one that I hear yeah. definitely Hi. is. Hi, Molly. But yeah, there's she. Uh, Jolene has been very sweetly asleep this whole time, but the, she sprung to action. So uh, yeah, there was some strong jangling there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay, we talked about the Joker. Didn't mean for that to happen, but <laughs> we'll edit this out. Do you want to talk about a real life supervillain? Uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah, I would love to. <laughs> I found out recently, and then when I found out this information, I was like, "That adds up." That uh, his father uh, owned a diamond mine. 
Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah, apparently that's where Elon Musk's like family money comes from. Is God, the, that answers actually so many doesn't things. Doesn't it? About like not only why he's a Bond villain, but why he's kind of lazy about it. <laughs> it kind of made everything piece together. I was like, yeah, okay. So, yeah. I yeah assume, if anything, I would say he's he's he has more ambition than I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> given well, that his father owned a diamond mine. Well, and it's similar to the fact that, like, Jeff Bezos's dad was also a bald man who had a fluffy cat that he would pet in a chair while trying to kill, like, British spies. Bond, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, everybody knows that. He's very into space programs. Like... Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yet, Dad. But yeah. So let's. We. So Elon Musk. Um, he. Do you want to take this? I feel like you might be better to describe what it was yeah, that he um, did. <laughs> this time. Yeah. So so Grimes's ex is in the news again for uh, for, for once again. <laughs> Uh, for mixing aerospace and uh, batteries and automotive engineering in a way that... Oh, and I should add um, retro uh, Mad Max aesthetics mm -hmm. <laughs> in a way that uh, has... Oh, gosh, who? Who is the demographic? I don't know. Um, certainly too many software programmers, I'm going to say. Uh, white, white men all over the country creaming their jeans <laughs> for the new low polygon rendering of the Warthog vehicle from the original Halo, <laughs> a.k.a. the Cybertruck. Yeah, so that... That was perfect. I my first thought, <laughs> by the way, I don't. And other people have made this joke too. But my first connection to it was the episode of The Simpsons, which is like a season one or two episode where Homer meets his long lost brother Herb and designs a car. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I had not seen that. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was that's a yeah. It was, but also to, to that point, I don't know if you saw this. It was just I really don't need to delve further than the headline. But from Forbes, uh, from right after that announcement, the, just this headline: Elon Musk's net worth falls seven hundred and seventy million dollars after Tesla's botched Cybertruck <laughs> debut. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> which oh and yet like my understanding is that people are people are ordering it like oh yeah well some some folks are very excited for the Cybertruck. well i'm sure someone could probably tell me that it maybe rebounded after that but i refuse to look that up i don't want that information yeah <laughs> i um i'll be honest i didn't watch any of the live events but uh cnet made like a little 12 minute kind of Supercut of the most uh, awkward moments, maybe. I mean, it's it's all the key things that you saw people live tweeting about. Yeah. But if you actually try to watch it, like, here's the thing: somebody somebody made this car. All right, somebody designed this thing. They were very proud that they have have brought back a worse DeLorean. Yeah. And <laughs> which is uh, an insult to the DeLorean because that car at least legit looked cool. Right. There were there were. I mean. Come on, gull wing doors, who doesn't want them? Yeah, but, the problem with uh, that is that they just didn't think out the fact that, like, that doesn't work in the modern world with, you know, like, opening doors in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, like doors that open. <laughs> uh, so this this thing rolls up on stage, and Elon Musk has, has like, ummed and awed his way through this introduction, and it stops a bunch of 
like ragtag group of beefy <laughs> men or at least men wearing beefy leather jackets with like shit strapped on them as though they have slipped away from the background of a scene in Mad Max. Well, yeah, because like, I, get, get they file out and it's like, obviously, oh, I see. Yeah, obviously they do get it. Obviously, if this car exists, water is scarce. I'm, I'm positive of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So so like somebody there actually did the the legwork to be like, OK, Look, we've we've created something that can only be one aesthetic, and that aesthetic is like crippling wealth disparity has led to the rich Whoa. needing their own supercars to fight off the poor's. Well, and, yeah, and so uh, they, they they did it, but then like none of the people involved could actually pull off their roles. Yeah, everyone everyone up there was so timid, and they they tried Whoa. to do this super macho stuff, and they couldn't do it. Well, the thing I saw too was like one of the clips that I saw. Was, you know, the whole thing is this thing supposed to protect you, but I saw that they, like, were trying to see, like, oh, look at these windows that can't be smashed, and then they smash the windows. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then they sma they straight up <laughs> smash. They, they set up this very careful, like, <laughs> physics demonstration table to show that autom normal automotive glass breaks so easily when you drop a, like, three-inch steel ball on it from three feet away. When you shut and down your do factory at night and, like, your, your workers <laughs> revolt. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, when you're union busting and you need to really fire those, uh, watch out for those thrown steel balls. So, yeah, then they like demonstrate the same thing with what is supposedly their own window glass, or as Elon called it, uh, transparent metal, <laughs> which, uh, cool. That was all he had to say about what it was composed of. Yeah. So they, they succeeded. Like the steel ball didn't break the thing. And uh, Elon looks at the guy that he had just had hitting the automotive doors with a sledgehammer. I don't know if you had heard about that part. I, I, no, uh, trust me, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah, it was a very just a very timid showing on the sledgehammer. But uh, I guess he was feeling a little more, uh, you know, like in his in his arm because uh, he said, "Well, why don't you throw this at the car?" He's like, "At the real car? Yeah, at the car." <laughs> we did and not do this in rehearsal. One, <laughs> one hit, one yeah. hit, and he took out the driver's side window, spidered the whole thing, knocked a knocked a hole out of it, and then uh, and then at that point, Elon was like, "Well, um, that's cool." And the, the guy then offers, like, well, can I do the back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, you know, if you're this guy, you, one, you work for Elon Musk. Because they're like, right. come on, have fun when you can, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Elon's like, sure. So then, again, one hit shatters the back window, too. Yeah. I, uh, oh, gosh. Um, yeah. It, it, it's not. But it also it makes you wonder about Elon Musk's, like, world vision legitimately. Because every time he's in the oh, news, it's oh, like. Yeah. I, he, the last thing was he remember when the the it was miners right were like trapped and they were trying to get him out and he just like built a submarine it was, it was a bunch of kids it yeah. was like kids right that were trapped in a mine and they were everyone was trying to get him figured out and they so he made like some sort of submarine and sent it mm -hmm. and they didn't use it because they were like there's we there's nothing we can do with this like why are you this isn't yeah. helpful like he just yeah. did it. They were like, it doesn't it doesn't fit through the caves. Like yeah. we're not we're not gonna do this. We're just gonna swim them out. And yeah. they did, and it was fine. But he granted those submarines to the nation of Thailand. Yeah, his worldview is very bizarre of like what he feels is yeah. needed. Well you saw he's in court over that. Uh, the submarine? Not the submarines. Uh, one of the people who oh, didn't I he? believe. Oh God! Now I'm remembering this. Yeah. As you're so saying uh, this. One, yeah. one of one of the people on the rescue team was uh, a, a, a British diver who uh, went online and said these submarines are useless and stupid, and you know thanks for nothing, and we didn't use them, 
And Elon uh, first called into question this person's credentials and whether or not they were actually on the team and said Thailand actually thought my submarines were really cool. <laughs> All of that's fine. This yeah. is this is just course All you know, part for the course for Twitter. Normal things said, for the billionaire diamond mind <laughs> right. heir to fucking just feel the need to say. Yeah. But then he also called the guy a pedophile. That was it. Yeah. As soon as you said <laughs> yeah. the guy that I remembered. Oh, that's right. The, yeah, that did. Yeah. Cool. Cool thing to do. That's awesome. It's great. And yeah. so, the, yeah, so that, that case is actually going through now. And uh, I hope that guy a, wins so much money. It's, a, it's looking really good. I got to say the filings are, <laughs> yeah. are a bunch of the filings are have been published. And it's like, here is an email thread where Elon <laughs> brags about it and says, I hope the guy sues me uh, and and like doesn't back down. He's just like. Yeah, uh, he was touring in this particular area of Thailand, and I can and let me tell you, there's only one reason to go there. Well, it's to sex with children, and it's like Elon, what? <laughs> first of all, insane thing to say. Second of all, why would that be in your brain? Like that's again exactly. But that's that's still what I was saying. What is his worldview? Like, what does that man think of humanity? Yeah. It's not a lot. I can tell you that. It's for not sure. great. I agree. Yeah. I think it's it's not very high. I will say he's, that I'm worried he's not going to do the show now. I was hoping he'd come on oh no. and smoke some pot and like really talk uh, about how we, we live in a computer. But I'm thinking right. that's not going to happen. I'm so sorry, now. Joel. Yeah, no, this is my fault. I, I really <laughs> you asked me not to make it political and I just I screwed it up. Yeah, I'm sorry. But to that point, Elon, if you're listening, um, what did Grimes ever see in you? I want to know. Also, Elon, if you're listening, if we are living in a computer simulation, can we get a better graphics card for our fucking <laughs> cyber trucks? Like, upgrade, man. Like, the I feel like there's something wrong with the pointer in the system to where the yeah. cyber truck model should be. Yeah, it's not buffering correctly for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't effing wait until I see one of those on the road, man. Like. To see one of those, like, anywhere near a skate park and just see, like, eight skater kids well, fucking grind all the way up and all the way down the Cybertruck, that's going to be awesome. I also, I don't know about you, but, like, I want to throw stuff at the windows now. That's all you made me want to do. <laughs> it's like, if I see one yeah, in public. Where, do you, where does one get three-inch diameter steel bearings? Because apparently those destroy any windows instantly. <laughs> Uh, Super windows. Yeah. I I hope Grimes is happy. I, you know, I she's better off, I think, either well, way. Well, for sure. I mean, not in the submersible department. Like, if she needs any underwater <laughs> equipment, she needs, she's yeah. worse off, but... <laughs> I guess. You know, she could always talk to the Thai authorities, and maybe they'd be willing to lend her. I would love to know where those are right now. Like, what do you think? Where do you think right? they're being stored? Just exactly where they were shipped? It's still in the box? Yeah. Are they still crated? <laughs> uh, is there, like, what is what is the, um, like, Ark of the Covenant, end of Indiana Jones situation? Yeah. We have top they, people or, using these submarines. <laughs> right? Are they, like, in somebody's backyard? Like, some, is there, is it, like, a corrupt military guy? Is just or, like, I hope, yeah, come and ride in my weekend submarine. I hope there's a military guy who's, like, a shitty dad who just gave that to his eight-year-old. <laughs> And that's what it's being used. And his, and his kid is just like, Dad, I wanted a Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this submarine? Yeah. I can't drive this around the block at school. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> also, like, 
Elon Musk is a choice just for a name. Yeah. You know, I can't fault people with the names that they were given. He didn't I choose it. He was given this name. Yeah. <laughs> or he had no name until he was 10 and he had to like, you know, make his way out of the diamond mind to. Exactly. Yeah. His father put him through the trials to, to before ring. he would decide whether to recycle him as an heir. <laughs> and then he rings the diamond encrusted bell and it, at that point <laughs> announces his own name to the, yes. uh, you know, uh, butler, I assume, because I assume his dad's still not there for that. No, yeah, of course. He's going to get a text message about it. And, you know, uh, text him back, adequate job. <laughs> we don't have emojis yet, so um, thumb, thumbs up. Uh, yeah, that guy. I liked it better when we were talking about pets. I think, I think we erred in pivoting. It's... Um, you know, the world is full of ups and downs and goods and bads. If we just talked about pets all the time... Then, then we wouldn't realize what a joy and a delight and and a vigorous shaker they all are. Yeah, that was that was. Jolene uncute. is really going to town. She's she's getting excited. I think Molly's getting ready to take her for a walk. So she's this is uh, this is high energy pug action right now. Yeah, there's the harness. We we're trying to take it off when she's in the apartment, but that's uh, I don't know what your experience with harnesses is, Marty. I don't uh, I don't presume to know your life. I'm glad you finally asked. Joel. Yeah, and uh, we. How much time do we have left on this episode? I assume, from what I know of you, that it has something to do with electronics being involved somehow. But I I don't want to pry. We'll save that for a future episode. <laughs> we'll save that for sweeps. Are there podcast sweeps? We'll save that for that. Like, yeah. Sure. When the season. Annies come around. Yeah. By the way, speaking of podcasts, uh, do you still have one of those? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You know, it's funny. Uh, we will be recording a new episode of We Have to Ask this week. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, just in time for Thanksgiving. It's based on, I think... Uh, an episode idea that I pitched to a fan of our show at an event where we were both very drunk. Oh, uh, some fundraiser for the Baltimore Rock Opera Society. And um, the the guy who I talked with about it, he loves We Have to Ask. And uh, which which is like, uh, I don't know, kind of weird. Uh, we, make, <laughs> we make this little podcast and I hope people like it. But it's, it was one of the first conversations I had with somebody who was like really telling me about my show back to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude. Um, wow. OK. And yeah, in that moment, we were like, well, we could do a thing and we'll blah, blah, blah and this and that. And um, I have to say it was more than a year later that he was like, so what's up? Can we do this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> they followed like, up, though. I'm like, yeah, you know what? We can. Let's do it. So we're going to record it probably this Friday. And uh, it'll be up sometime after Thanksgiving. That's great. That's a good. That's a good tease. I'm excited. I miss your show. I miss all the shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> you know, me, me too, man. Yeah. Uh, I, this will be a good time to get back into it. Um, but Jonathan and I have had a lot of life shifting changes. Uh, I know him in particular. He's uh, he he got a, a lot of extra like teaching load dumped on him at his school. So uh, he, he's just like. He's he's doing it. He's his schedule is full. Yeah, I mean life, man. Uh, as Jeff Goldblum famously said, it uh finds a way. Finds a way. Yeah. 
Also, <laughs> shit, but yeah, we got a little bit of time left. Are you on the Disney Plus train? Are you are you hooked that uh, IV know, up to your veins yet? Uh, you know what? I have I haven't. Um, I'm actually finally kind of going the other way. We we evaluated, and uh, I am currently a subscriber to Netflix. Hulu, CBS All Access, and HBO Now. You're on CBS uh, All Access. That's yeah. yeah. Star Trek Discovery, man. Uh, we got super into it, and season one hurt our feelings. Uh, season two was excellent. Uh, season three is coming, but also they're they're like Jean Luc Picard is back in yeah. January, so we got to get on that. And uh, Amy never watched Voyager, and I never finished it. But but like there are some characters that are going to show up from oh. Voyager in Picard. So we're trying to race through all that. So anyway, uh, we have excuses to have most of these things. But it's um, it's it's mostly time that I'm going to shut down a bunch of these fuckers and get back to piracy. <laughs> <laughs> I by the way, like, yeah, it's funny. I don't. How did we all? I guess we just got old. Like, I, you know, I'm not saying this officially because this is being recorded. But uh, <laughs> my my friend uh, used to be very into piracy uh, mm-hmm. and then he stopped at some point and started paying for all this shit. I don't know how yeah. we all got like gaslit into like cable sucked and we were all mad at cable and then we were like what if we just stole everything and then like somehow they just were like well you don't need to steal it we for like ten dollars a month you can have all the movies and then we'll make it a slightly easier experience than tracking down virus ridden rar files on yeah yeah like if you've ever torrented anything you you were appreciative of a, a streamlined process that allowed you to watch the thing immediately uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, we all got suckered in and then they, they just kept stacking them on top of each other and yeah, somehow we're all paying 50 bucks a month for fucking, you know, like, at, at least. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think Lars and I talked about this a little bit, but like Netflix, I'm sort of burnt out on, I, I'm ready to bail on Netflix. Honestly, here's, here's the thing. I, uh, I recently upgraded our Apple TV, uh, cause like, uh, the company I work for has an app on there. So it was like, I literally needed a way to test this app. So I got the Apple, t- new Apple TV, set it up and I swear to God, in the generation from Apple TV to oh yeah, no, we're good, we're good. <laughs> in the generation from like I don't whichever one I have to the one before that, uh, when the when the Apple TV wasn't as good, all the apps were like, we just got to get to it. But here's a menu of videos, and you know, click it, and we'll goddamn play it. And the experience of using Netflix is excruciating it feels like walking through a minefield because if you let the cursor rest for more than two seconds it will start to autoplay yeah like spoiler filled things from any show that they happen to have a preview for yeah I, and there's no way to turn it off i don't know who that's for yeah like that's the fact that there isn't an option to be like don't do that and then honestly yeah if anyone from netflix is listening how, how about you test that feature see how many people choose it and when it's 100 percent of people maybe realize <laughs> yeah. that no one wants you to autoplay shit and like sometimes it's weird too because other times i've been like well i want to watch a trailer for this thing and then it just starts playing a fucking episode and i'm like yeah. no i just wanted to see if i wanted to watch it like don't i mean it, this is such a swing because in in 
the before times, Netflix didn't have previews at all. Yeah. All you could do was watch the whole dang thing. Also, so, wow. By the way, just as a note, because the, the last time we did a podcast, like we talked about Disney Plus and, and overall, I, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it's mm. fucking insane to me that there isn't a option that it remembers. Like, if, so if you watch a show. So if you're watching, say, The Mandalorian, which I finally watched. Don't tell Lars, uh, but I watched it now that oh. he's not on. It's great, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, that's actually like one thing I do want to watch because yeah. I hear that they're actually doing decent work unless um, you care about representation of women. Uh, <laughs> it uh, yeah. seems like they've skipped over and decided not to bother with. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, I've, I've seen that and that, yeah, it, it's, I, no one's wrong, but I also just don't want to, I, Anytime women in Star Wars all like on, you know, it's just it, it's Star, it's true. Like this is not exactly new for Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars has a hundred percented this problem across almost every incarnation. Well, and then you get the the other side of it, which is like then when they try to address that in some way, and they're like, "What if we put some female characters into the Last Jedi?" There's a campaign by people to tank the ratings of the movie and to like petition right. to get it reshot because like they you know they're like oh my god raise a, a mary sue because she can use the force without training as if they haven't fucking watched the movies where luke did all of that himself like i've <laughs> never seen someone be trained to be a jedi in all of yeah, these movies not really yeah like no. the actual tra- there's like allusions to it in the prequels but to see that you'd have to watch the prequels and you know <laughs> uh but yet no one no one who's been a protagonist in this series has ever been properly trained to be a Jedi. So like right. they all just learn how to do it on the go. <laughs> like it's all just it's all off screen. Just just believe it. Yeah, it's uh, but what a but weird it, anyway. but anyway, so all of that <laughs> you, you're not wrong, but I just like I have this like I I don't want to I don't want to engage. It's besides the point. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to engage. It's a fair criticism and I don't begrudge anyone for pointing that out that like, you know, every, everyone's a dude, but uh <laughs> uh anyway, um so if you go to watch episode three of Mandalorian, somehow it doesn't have a feature in Disney plus that remembers that you've watched the first two episodes and just lets you play the third one. Like the most basic of features of just like pick up where you left off is not an option in Disney plus, which is really weird to me. That I, I honestly don't, I find it still disappointing, but I'm not at all surprised. Have you tried the Hulu app on, uh, on an Apple product recently? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I get Hulu for free, which is the reason that I have Hulu. Mm-hmm. I get thrown in with my cell phone. So, uh, oh, yeah. so that's the only yeah. reason I even have Hulu, but that app is terrible. Like the interface I, is not I, good. Yeah. I don't understand who it's designed for. I, I don't watching like all of these like huge full screen ads for things sh- like swipe up and then it's all like show you don't want to watch show you don't want to watch show you never heard of show you don't want to watch and then you're hi- you're highlighting that first show by default and when you want to go like what about the shows I was effing watching? Yeah, the, you have to use the remote to fucking get through a maze of yeah, menu options. No, it's true. Cause yeah, I, I watch stuff on like, I I've actually been watching lot 49 on an iPad and it's, oh, I, yeah. it's to get back to where I was. 
<laughs> yeah, for uh, some reason, the default is to suggest shows to you instead of to bring up the show. But they're all kind of bad about that because Netflix isn't great about like, like no. it has a continue watching thing, but it's never the first option. No, yeah, it's like the third thing. Yeah, for sure. and it's half the time I can't find because Netflix just has too much bullshit now. Like it's hard to find your list. Like even if you create a list of things you want to watch, like you can't oh, always yeah. get back to it. Yeah, they hide it and they're just like, sure, whatever. You think you want to curate it, but we really want to play this for you now. But here's your personalized suggestions that randomly just happen to be all the shows that Netflix makes. Isn't <laughs> right. that weird how that worked and, out? Uh, and, and don't worry, it's only the latest ones. Just yeah. the ones that just came out. But yeah. they're clearly for you, just for you. So get very attached to them for three seasons until we cancel them. <laughs> yeah, if they even get three. Yeah, it's because well, somebody did that that uh, analysis where it's like they get they get one, people get hyped, they get two, they get a bigger budget, and then it's like ah, but if there's to be a third season, the actors will negotiate for more. Yeah, the directors may have other offers, so they will also want more money. And Netflix is like, okay, kill it. Yeah, it's every, destroy it. Yeah, nothing that is in like their their early crop of successes, like Stranger Things and BoJack Horseman and stuff. Like they got longer things, but nothing now is making it past three seasons. Like if that. Yeah, we'll see. I have. I still have hopes for. Uh, well, hopes and confusion. I don't know. There's still some good stuff coming out of Netflix, but on the whole, I find the experience of watching it so tiring. Yeah, I, I really... I, I don't know. I love BoJack Horseman a lot, uh, but once it's done, I feel like I could walk away from mm. from Netflix. I'm excited for Russian Doll Season 2. I'm going to check that out. And then they'll cancel it. I'm all it. caught up. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, exactly. After Season 2, it's not going to come back because budgets, so... Uh, and I'm all caught up on She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Oh, so nice. I think I'm good. Nice. I think I'm all set. <laughs> By the way, since you threw that out there, I'll admit that my favorite thing that I've been watching on Disney Plus is actually the new DuckTales. Oh, how is that? It's great. Every voice actor is a person I love, and it's really fun. And like, Nice. Oh, man. I wish I hadn't been. Uh, I mean, it's obvious in retrospect, but yeah. I wasn't you know, aware of that before. There are lots of reasons to get Disney Plus. It's they own everything. They it, that's the thing you I can't do, avoid yeah. it. It's seven dollars and they own everything. Uh, but no, that's only seven dollars. Yeah, mm. I'm sure that'll go up too. Like that that can't no that shit. can't yeah. last. But it's the promotional. Uh, we might <laughs> the promotional while people's passwords are getting stolen and hundreds of accounts are getting hacked. Rate. I've already gotten. I'm not kidding. Three emails telling me that uh, my account has been accessed and I need to change my password. Three of them wow. since the launch. So whoa, <laughs> yeah. So good, good stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure my credit card information is secure. <laughs> uh, I, it only makes me feel better because I remember there was an Adam ruins everything uh, episode where he talked about the fact that like all credit card numbers are already just assume that someone has your credit card number because they're all on the internet everywhere and like it's yeah. just a matter of if they're used or not it yeah it just turns out like this is a really hard problem or everyone sucks at it or both like the incentive yeah. the incentives to protect your customer's credit card information is actually not well aligned with the budgets of companies yeah. that don't want to spend money to worry about it no i mean that was literally like yeah the adam ruins everything episode was just like all credit card numbers are on the internet like just <laughs> blanket like they're there if someone wants them 
And uh, and the thing was, they, he was actually using that as like, so actually, if you think about it, though, like that should make you feel better because there's so many credit card numbers out there that like <laughs> right. statistically, like it kind of helps you that like. <laughs> right. Yeah. As long as it takes a while to try each one. Yeah. <laughs> then it'll be a while before they eventually get to you. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but yeah, we, we ran out of time. We spent most of the show talking about pets, which I think was the right move. Uh, score. Uh, then we talked about a super villain and, uh, streaming services, but I I think, I think that's, I think that's an episode of Hobo Radio. That sounds right. That checks most of my boxes. I still, I'm not entirely sure of the format. I'm trying, I've been trying to figure it out, (laughs) but I think this is what this show is. I gotta say, you make it look easy, Joel. (laughs) What? Rambling for an hour? (laughs) It looks, you look comfortable. <laughs> you look like you know what you're going to say next and you're not worried about what comes after that. Man, I, so <laughs> I'll end on this note. I, I try to think, I've, I've been trying some different promotional stuff and uh, I signed up for this thing that their, their deal was like, hey, just give us your podcast feed and we'll email you little like clips of your show that you could post. Uh, we'll Ooh. make them automatically. Like we'll do yeah. all the work. And I'm like, great. That's, that's really fantastic. Awesome. And so every day they, they email me one and I've been listening to them and I'm like, what? Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't post this. Like just out of context. I'm like, I'm like, cause I'm sure it's just randomly choosing them. I'm like, this wouldn't make any sense. Like just oh, to post. I love that so much. <laughs> you gotta have like a really tight, like, well, the curiosos could probably use oh this app, gosh. but like for us, it's Joel, just as the tech person for the peak sloth podcast network, I would very much like you to forward me those. Oh, you so can have I can them. Make a separate feed. Okay. I want to make I want to make them into a podcast feed so we can listen to what their algorithm thinks are the listenable clips of Hobo You know what? It's so great. You know what? You're right. I think that is that's the move. Is like we just need the Hobo Radio algorithm bot. Like, can we create a Twitter thing that just posts them or whatever? Like Absolutely. Okay, yeah. so there we go. So look for that for sure. <laughs> Uh, also, so yeah, before we go, I was about to do the sign off, but, um, yeah, do you, we, we talked about, we have to ask, is there anything else? I know yeah. you, you do improv throughout the streets of New York. I do. Yes. Uh, look, look around you. If you're in New York city, I might be improvising behind you. Um, you usually you're, you're usually on those Joker stairs. If anyone like Marty and his <laughs> yeah. troop, they all put on their face paint and they're like, we need a mm-hmm. suggestion of a, uh, a corrupt city, uh, that, yeah. uh, needs- we're being pelted by eggs. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming everyone. We've been pelted by eggs. Right. That's our time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, let's see, I've been taking classes at UCB and Magnet, so I'm just wrapping up a couple of those. Uh, you can see me with my indie team, Great Personalities, LOL. We will be (laughs) at a a show there, uh, for the next three months. Uh, there's one in December, January, and February at The Pit, uh, at The Pit Underground. The show is called Let's All Go to the Lobby, and it's going to be a mix of discussions about film, uh, of, of many different genres, and then improv based on those discussions. So... There should be should be some interesting folks there talking about their opinions on film. And uh, I don't know. I can shoot you a link for that if you want to put that in the show notes. Uh, otherwise, we won't worry about it. I'm also <laughs> It'd be on, great if I ask. was just like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't be promoting that. I did give you that that email of like, uh, no worries, if not. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, I'm also on the We Have to Ask podcast at wehavetoask.com, updating uh, more and more infrequently. But uh, we'll, we're going to work to get some more episodes up there. And, Including um, the one that the, you and the guy who were drunk came up with. Yeah. I didn't didn't want to give too many spoilers here. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, look for it on the feed. Uh, whatever we remember of what we discussed will <laughs> strongly drive what that episode turned out to be. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, and finally I do um, some organizing with a community called the Indie Web. Our goal is to get people to publish on their own websites more than they put stuff on uh, platforms of other supervillains like uh, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, we do events around New York City. You can find some of those at IndieWeb.nyc. Nice. Well, thank you so That's much it. for doing this. And thank you. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Likewise. And, uh, and to all of you as well. And uh, especially to Jolene. <laughs> and remember, question everything.
She'll steal your heart and steal your man, even though she's a dog. Oh, yeah, you'll never hey. escape the claws of cute Jolene. <laughs> That's, yeah, I've been trying, like, at some point, we, we're all going to have to come together and write the full lyrics to, yeah. yeah. Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We, we have, have to, to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.com.